Welcome back to me, Marley. <laughs> and me, Jana, the baddest egg. You're a bad egg. <laughs> I am a bad egg. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I've been called worse. My mother, you know, everyone calls her Teresa. I call her Bazorg. <laughs> Mama Bazorg. How you doing? <laughs> oh um, my God. Yes, welcome to Bad Eggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's lots to talk about. There in this is. Episode. <laughs> and you pointed out when we finished this episode that this is episode 12. This is where season one would have been finished. Mm-hmm. And we still have like 10 episodes to go. I know. <laughs> it is wild. <laughs> We've already done all seasons, one's worth of podcasts this totally. season. Totally. It's but been quite a ride so far. It's been a ride. I'm I'm here for it. I'm yes. along for the ride. Yes. <laughs> I'm here for bad eggs. <laughs> even when the even when the explanation at the end is a gas leak, I am here for bad eggs. Yeah. It's a gas leak, everyone. <laughs> I think it's the first time they've used a gas leak at least. It's a great um excuse for and all sorts of things. They're just in denial. Like like someone's saying to you, Oh, you weren't you know, you were found in the basement because there was a gas leak, and oh, you were found in the basement because there was this massive body snatching demon alien living in the basement. I'd be like, okay, both are just as likely. Yeah, I, I'll take the gas leak. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> so tell me, Marmar, what's the sitch? What is happening? Well, this is what's happening. The mall. The mall <laughs> is happening. I don't think we've gone to the mall yet. No. This mall is the exact same as the mall in the movie. Oh, interesting. Yes. It, it brings me back to the movie. Are they in the mall in the movie a lot? Yeah. Okay, cool. A lot. I love the mall. Yeah. It, it makes me think of... The 90s and 2000s, I spent a lot of time mall walking. Absolutely. I worked at the mall. I love a mall. Now we all buy local, but in the 90s, we went to the mall. We went to the biggest mall in the world, West Edmonton Mall. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, my God. Uh, we did. We are children of the mall. So I really love that they're in the mall. Uh, it's just, it's the best. It's very nostalgic. Um but she's uh, Buffy and Joyce are are like doing shopping errands. They're doing shopping errands. Um, it's funny. Joyce is like, "Oh, well, look at the time! I've got to get the. I have to go pick up the flyers for the opening <laughs> in the mall." It's just very funny. The mall's a one stop shop. Get your flyers printed. Get your thing tailored. Get your get a chow mein. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Love it. I know. Um, and so, uh, I mean, kind of the theme of the episode comes up where Joyce is like, Buffy, like, wh- you can't wear that outfit. Like, that's too sexy for mm-hmm. you. Do you. Don't you think about anything other than boys and clothes? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is sort of the theme of the episode really just, like, laid out for us. Yes. Which is Joyce being sort of like... Mama, for the first time? It's yeah. It's weird. Her, whenever she's at her best mothering 
it's usually to do with shaming Buffy about what she's wearing. wearing or doing. Or like, yeah, like her grades. It's all, it just seems a little superficial for me. Especially because she just isn't around for like five episodes. We know she was dating Ted <laughs> um, for, a, for a couple episodes, but... There's been other episodes where she just hasn't really cared at all what Buffy's been doing. Like, Buffy's like, I'm going out to the bronze. And Joyce is like, have a good time. Like, so it's very interesting to make Joyce do this in this episode. Yeah. I feel like it's out of character. Yeah. It's a bit bizarre. Yeah. I think the writing is also just a little funny. Yeah. I think it's a little forced. I think it's a little funny. They're not really talking about anything. Well, and yeah, I just don't, I just don't. This just doesn't feel earned as Joyce to me. It just doesn't feel like it, her character. Well, and I, 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 the parenting that Buffy experiences, it just, you know, we get lots of like, are you okay, sweetie? What's wrong? Are you mm. okay? And, and Buffy can't answer. Like, we know Buffy can't answer. But a lot of it, a lot of what Joyce is concerned with, it, it, it is really superficial things. And I don't mean like superficial necessarily, like, like, in this case, it's maybe more literally superficial. Like, you can't wear those clothes because it exposes too much of your skin or whatever she's worried about. Mm-hmm. But you you do get a lot of, like, Joyce just checking in on the surface with Buffy and not digging deeper. This was something you really picked up on in the first season. Mm. Because Joyce has been more absent. <laughs> it feels like it hasn't been as much of an issue, which they've explained away as being because she works a fucking huge job at some huge gallery and she's a single mom and yada yada. Okay, we've never been to the gallery though. <laughs> <laughs> we've never been to the gallery, but we go to the mall. Yes. And we're getting some mother-daughter time, maybe because we're trying to bond post-Ted. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got too. Okay. Like, so I think that's probably the premise. It's just that none of that's in the writing, and I think it would be kind of nice if it was, like, mother-daughter going to the mall, trying to spend a bit more time together and, like, like, patch up that sort of weird experience um, for both of them. Yeah. I just wish – and then, honestly, I think I would be more with Joyce for being disappointed with Buffy. Mm -hmm. But it feels like she's punishing Buffy just kind of for the sake of punishing Buffy. But maybe that's parenting. Like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we don't have teenage daughters. So I have I don't no know. idea. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they're at the mall. They're doing their errands. But then Buffy sees, like, this weird thing happening. She sees... No reflection. Yeah, no reflection in the um, escalator. Yes. Um, of this man and this woman. Uh, so she follows them to, like, Red's... I know, I know. Uh, Western Uh, Tamal, shout out to Reds. For any international listeners, Reds is like sort of like a weird bar slash billiards hall slash concert hall slash arcade. Very popular of the early 2000s kind of era. But they would definitely have skee-ball. Yeah. Love a skee-ball. Yeah. But this is abandoned for some reason, although they can go in and play arcade, whatever. Um. Anyways, cowboy vampire is trying to bite, bitey this lady. Um. And Buffy comes in and sort of, like, kicks his ass and stuff. But we can tell this is not just a run-of-the-mill vampire yeah. man. Yeah. He... He has like a a real charming southern, southern swag, yeah. yeah. And he's got his cowboy hat. <laughs> we have a rough one. 
is not she's not just gonna kill him right away so i mean it's interesting this episode i was like oh it's gonna be about this this cowboy man it kind of is but they're a red herring (laughs) yeah Yeah, for sure totally so he gets away they like fight each other for a while and he's like see ya (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh so we'll see him later (laughs) but then she's forgotten to do joyce's like errands and you know this is all responsibility. You need to take more responsibility, Buffy, and do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Pick up my fucking jacket. Yeah. And then you have a little chow mein and broccoli in the yeah. food court. That really reminds me of being 14. Yeah. <laughs> and working in the mall. Yeah. Okay, so that's the cold open. And then we go to what the episode is really about, which is sex, where Cordelia and Xander are making out in the closet. They keep doing funny funny bit like turn the light off turn the light on i don't want to see your face i don't want to hear your voice Toys. yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> it's so funny but they love making out yeah they do it's so cute <laughs> so again like last episode i was like oh when is this all gonna come to a head but it <laughs> it didn't in this episode but they're they're starting to drop little clues mm-hmm. They started slipping up a bit more. Yeah, people are noticing. Willow has noticed. Yeah, she that doesn't know what's going on. Going off together. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's happening. This show is actually pretty great at a slow build. Yeah, actually, of of a lot of different things. So you can even see this is like a slow build to something. Yeah, kind of revealing itself. Yeah, but it's very fun that it's a secret. It's true. They really get a lot done. But it's surprising how little of it feels rushed. Mm-hmm. Even in a crazy episode like this where <laughs> there are, like, cowboy brothers from Texas, eggs that, like, body snatch you slash alien you. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy being – having it – like, being grounded by her mother. All this making out with Angel. Cordelia and Xander. It's a lot. Yeah. There's so much. 42.5 mins. It sure is. So then they're having, like, sex education class. Do you remember having this? Yes. Do I? It was never as shaming as this. Mm. I don't remember someone being like, what are the negative consequences? The consequences. And like, particularly the negative. So like, a con- yes, pregnancy is a consequence. Sure. Technically of having sex. And yes, yes. Do all these people want to have teen babies? Probably not. I've, I don't remember it being really surrounded around pregnancy Mm. i remember it being like around i remember puppets i remember being (laughs) in like grade four and grade six and having like puppets touch each other oh really and my little like french immersion teacher talking about consent oh cute with us and what the puppets wanted and didn't want and then i remember like a question box in my question box People just wrote, like, what is a boner? <laughs> yeah. I remember someone asking, is a boner contagious? Oh, yeah. Amazing. I like, oh. So I remember that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I don't remember 
a formal class like this. Like, I didn't have a sex ed teacher. Mm. It was just whoever's teacher you had's job to do it. Health or calm. I do remember a unit in grade 11 in calm class, career and life management, um, where we talked about all the different STIs. We all had to give a presentation on different STIs. Oh, fun. I did have, in grade 12, we had a PhD student come talk to us who had his PhD in human sexuality. Oh, that cool. was cool. Very cool. Um, but we didn't go to Catholic school. No, no, no. We went to atheist land school, which is yeah, still public school. You know, which, we live in the yeah. this, you know, obviously Christian values permeate our society Everything. like nobody's business. But yes. but but sure. the the Andrew went to Catholic school, and yeah. so he told me he never had any sex ed except for abstinence, mm-hmm. and he was really afraid of his girlfriend getting pregnant just from, like, a blowjob. Or a hand <laughs> Yeah. Oh. He was so afraid. It's so cute. <laughs> God, that oh. is the consequence of terrible sex education. So this idea of, like, having a parent an egg or whatever is – or a flower sack, this is sort of a trope. I don't know. Maybe this is more common in America. I've never heard of this, anyone no. doing this here. I – growing up, I was like, oh, uh, because I watched Buffy, I was like, one day I'll have to do this egg You'll thing. you have to do an egg. And it never happened. No, it. I've never heard of anyone doing that here. So if you're American, does this – happen yeah do you have to parent an egg an egg or, or a, a hot dog or a flower yeah, yeah i don't know Tell us. uh it doesn't make any sense to me that is not taking care of a baby <laughs> <laughs> like, i imagine and so they all have to parent these stupid eggs for the episode which honestly seems easy to me you just fucking put it in a little basket and you don't i don't understand what's hard about that but well so you can just like go and get an egg from a grocery store yeah smash it egg. and then yeah get one from the fridge. Oops. Uh, I don't understand at all. But uh, Buffy says a funny line where she's like, I I can't parent an egg. I I killed my gigapet. (laughs) I sat on it. (laughs) Which is like a Tamagotchi, right? Which is probably going to be more effective at helping you parent than taking care of an egg. To clean up its poo. And feed it and Mm -hmm. make sure it has water. Yeah. I want a Tamagotchi. (laughs) Giles is researching the cowboy vamps. Yes. Because... The gorges. Yeah, Buffy has kind of relayed this information. Or she just saw one of them. Yeah. But then they find out in Giles' research there are these brothers Mm -hmm. who are evil. Mm -hmm. And they were evil before they became vampires. Yes. Awesome tidbit. So that makes them extra evil? I think it makes them extra evil. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we can surmise that, like, your human self, like, affects your vampire self. Like, 100%. Yeah. There is still a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there are these cowboy brothers that are that are in town. They don't know why. They're like, oh, hellmouth. <laughs> yeah. Sort of just the explanation for any goings-on. And then we see this is, like, one of, like, five makeout scenes, but it's, like, the angel Buffy First makeout scene. They're just making out in the graveyard because they're supposed to be patrolling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really cute. I know. Everyone's just very uh, makey outy in this episode. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on the verge of having sex. Slash, we're insinuating that they're having sex. Like, we don't know what Xander and Cordelia are doing in that closet. 
are they just making out or are they like we, we it's left to the imagination a little bit yeah with my feeling is that they're just making out right now like it's like progressive because this show doesn't really go to zero to a hundred like especially with stuff like this but with cordelia mm. oh she yeah. talks about having sex in a car that's true that's true like I think Cordelia has had sex. Yeah. I think Cordelia has had a lot of sex, is my <laughs> guess. Amazing. And because she's had all these boyfriends, all these older boyfriends. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Yep. No, you're right. She did talk about having sex in the car. Yeah. Her friend. And, I mean. <laughs> and kicking the stick shift into and like rolling yeah. down the hill or whatever. <laughs> but I think we can assume that Buffy and Angel aren't having sex because we would know if they were. Yeah, we would know. It, it would be a very significant moment. For sure. Because the show, every time they kind of have a little step forward, it, it shows us. Yeah. And we're invested. So yeah. we need to see, you know, they're building the tension, just like they have their little sexual tension. We, as the viewer, want to see that. Totally. Um, so I'm, yeah, they'll totally show us when that happens. I'm sure it'll be like a big episode thing, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, so Buffy like has her egg after this makeout sesh. The cowboys are like watching them. Um, yeah, they're waxing poetic. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck are these cowboys doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're just like sitting. They're like, yeah, that's Angel over there. Yeah, like, what's Angelus doing with? This I slayer? could take him. I don't want to run now. <laughs> We're brothers. We go way back. <laughs> we have banter it's so weird it's so funny and they're like i don't feel like it right now like i'm gonna go that's how i feel about the gorges this whole episode i'm like they're a charming little duo little little evil duo but i don't they're kind of inconsequential i don't understand why they're in this episode at all except from a dramaturgical perspective, I can tell they're introducing a new minor villain character. That is yeah. what I surmised after the end of this episode. Yeah. That's why they were introduced. Because they have nothing to do with the story at all. They, like, come in, but it they really didn't need to be in it. Yeah, they affect it very seldomly and very slightly. Like, yes, they make Buffy forget the dress that she's supposed to pick up at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yes... They create a nuisance at the end. Also, maybe kind of help her fight. Yeah. The plebs, the like worker children, the hosts of the children. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know. I'm like, what is the point of them? But they're funny, I guess, and weird. And they know Angelus. Yeah. So they've heard of Angelus is obviously a very well known vampire in the vampire community. Yes. Notorious. Yeah, notorious. So they're, you know, and and that they're there's their little ditty. And then <laughs> and then Buffy goes home to take care of her egg named Eggbert. <laughs> and then she goes to sleep and then this fucking tendril comes out of the egg. It's so gross. It's so gross. Oh, I hated it. It's, it's so gnarly. It's so gnarly. It's like a vein. It's like veins. It's like it rem- I don't know, maybe it's because I just watched this documentary called Mushrooms, but it's like a mushroom. <laughs> uh, very mushroomy to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like vines or it has like a bit of umbilical cord oh, yeah. to it, but it's in like, it It's it looks also like a hand. Yeah, like little 
finger fingies, and it just kind of places the fingies on her face, and it goes into her ears. Yeah, and in her ear. So, but then the next morning she wakes up and and it's back in the egg. So we don't really know what's happened, but she feels. She's in a funk, she says. She's groggy. She hasn't slept well. Yeah. She doesn't feel well. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Is this, like, metaphor for, like, I was like, eggs, fertility, sex, pregnancy. Like, we're sort of, like, talking about all these things. I was like, and Willow also feels shitty. I was like, are they having weird morning sickness? Like, I don't know. I was trying to be like, what the fuck is happening here? Totally. I think you can go there with that kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. the women are, like... I don't know. Is it their moon time? I don't know what. Yeah. But it affected Willow and Buffy and not Xander at all. Because he boiled his egg. He boiled his egg like a good boy. He killed it like a good boy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just wrote cowboys beating each other up because then there's just a scene where they're in a sewer and they're just like start beating each other up for fun. Like, again, what the fuck? Why? (laughs) I don't know. It's just like funny. I just don't really. It seems like a separate episode. Totally. Like, a different episode is just, like, spliced in with this one. Totally. I I, I really <laughs> wonder if the, these characters, like, I don't know if it's in the editing or, or if it's just not quite a successful um, sort of distribution of them over the episode or what it is. But, yeah, this scene comes out of nowhere. They just go hit for hit. Because they so can't weird. stay in a motel because this town is so, I don't know, it's not good. The guy says he can't find a decent whore yeah. in Sunnydale. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get their I don't get purpose. It. I, I don't get it. It's so weird. Yeah. Um. So the gang's at the library. Giles is like, well, you're all being weird and you're taking care of these eggs. Like, huh, huh. Mm-hmm. like this is so weird. And then, and then Cordelia shows up and is like, Xander, there's something in the closet we need to deal with. Well, Cordelia comes in and is like, the, the sex ed teacher's missing. I'm yeah. worried. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, okay, the vampires are a red herring. Yes. Like, it's the one, it's a, a, it's a time in this Slayer's life where she picked the wrong villain to focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and lost, I don't know, the ability to see a different danger. Sure, sure, sure. And Cordelia did. But yeah, it really quickly gets... But they don't believe her. No. Because why? And Because why? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, he's been missing. He's been reported missing. And they're like, by who? And she's like, me. me. Yeah, I'm concerned he's missing. Very funny. Uh, yeah, so she like... <laughs> It's like, Xander, we'll go look in the closet for you. Oh, <laughs> like, I was like, these two are getting real obvious. Like, yeah. Getting a little sloppy with their secrecy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wrote Angel Buffy makeout time again. <laughs> and then we get the deep conversation about having kids. Yes. This is actually really interesting. Like, they're talking about the future, but then Buffy's like, I don't think about the future. Um, because why... Would she? Like, so much of her life is so uncertain. Like, I, And she's also a teenager. And she's a teen. Like, I don't know how much I thought about five years in the future when I was that age. I mean, I know when I had, like, when I was, like, feeling really, really involved with someone, even if it was, even if it was a fucking minor relationship mm-hmm. in the end, 
I would imagine. Oh, yeah, marrying and babies. Uh, yeah, I don't think I went to babies, but I certainly thought about, like, we're going to have this house and we're <laughs> going to have this. Like, I kind of, like, m- would mash my life. Oh, yeah. Like, how much money are we going to have? Imagine. What kind of house are we going to Are we going to have a split level? You know, like in life. Oh, split level. You know? Dream big. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, totally. And and then Angel reveals that he can't have children. That vampires don't have kids like that. Yeah. They have kids by biting you. They have horrible vampire children. Yeah. Um, Unnatural. They reproduce, but they don't have babies. Yes. Which is also what this episode is talking about. Yes. Because that huge mother bizarre biatch in the basement is having babies. <laughs> yeah. But it's not sex. Mm-hmm. So there's tons of reproduction in this episode. We're talking about – it's kind of funny and it's certainly on purpose that we're talking about sex and the dangers of sex. And then we all get fucked by this fucking like mega demon queen in yeah. the basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. It's interesting. It's an interesting little moment. They're yeah. going to have to, like, keep... And she's like, well, I, I just see you in the future, like, which is really cute. Mm-hmm. And it's sweet. But, yeah, again, like, big questions, big topics that mm-hmm. come up. Big truth. hmm So now we're back at the school. The security guard... <laughs> Wandering about the school, doing his job. He's real serious at his job. I've never seen a night school security guard work so hard at his job. Yeah, if I saw a door open, I'd be like, I'm yeah. not going in there. Yeah. I'm going to go. I get paid minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, and I get paid hourly, so. I'm going to go have a snooze. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I would not be putting my life in danger. Hell no. I was trying to see if he had a gun. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I was curious. I was like, doesn't everyone have a gun? No. California. I think he had a flashlight and that was it. He had a flashlight. I think he had a stick. Yeah, maybe he had a stick. Maybe a little a baton. Beats, beater stick. Yeah. Um, and then he went downstairs and was like, what the fuck? Um, and found like this hole in the wall and the nerd health teacher um, <laughs> was in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wrote. He got got first. He got got. I didn't really know, though, at this point. Sure. I was like, oh, the the health teacher is evil. Evil. And yeah. is giving kids evil eggs. That's oh, what I, I thought. I love that. <laughs> I wish that was the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, I thought that's what it was. That's what it is. And then, um, and then, and then we go back to Buffy and her egg. And then the egg is, like, going to hatch. It's like shaking. It's like two thirty in the morning, yeah. and Buffy's she just coming come home back yeah. from sneaking out, making out with Angel. Mm-hmm. And she sees the egg, and it cracks open, and there's like a fucking like this is alien. Yes. Like this is a face hugger. Yes, it's so clear to me. Joss Whedon does a lot of alien references. He loves it. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. Like that, it's iconic. Yeah, and it's also an iconic woman. Like mm-hmm. so. It's just very perfect to reference. Mm-hmm. But um, this is the part where there's so much, like, horror music. Like, this whole episode is very, like, horror. Yes. Especially this whole part in the middle. Like, the music and the scurrying. It's freaky as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Get 
is like kind of amazing. Uh, and this face hugger, I wrote, is it impregnating them a la alien? Uh, <laughs> um, which is what I thought because we're thinking about um, impregnation and eggs and mm-hmm. etc. And it is a face hugger. But this one is different. It it works. It goes on your back. It goes on your back. And it controls you. Yeah. Still, though, the like the, the pregnancy metaphor is pretty wild just in that it's a parasite. Yes. And, like, you know, babies are not parasites. But the pregnancy process is very parasitic. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, this involuntary growing... You know what I mean? Nothing about it is voluntary. It just happens. It's happening. <laughs> kicking. This horror. Like. And they're eating all your nutrients and, mm-hmm. you know, they get first dibs. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's messed. It is messed. Um, and it's scary. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, and this is when, okay, Joyce comes in. So Buffy, like, kills the thing. Yeah. She finds it and stabs it and then hides it. And Joyce comes in and is like, yuck, lady, where have you been? Like, yeah. you're dressed. And then she's had that conversation with Willow on the phone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right before Joyce comes in. Probably what wakes Joyce up is either the killing of this thing, like the stabbing it, or mm-hmm. or the slamming of the phone or something. It's quite a loud. Yeah. I, I do buy that Joyce comes up and is like, what the fuck is going on? Totally. But that great conversation with Willow... That reveal. Did you know that something was up with Willow before the reveal? No. Like, on the phone, she was like, everything's fine. And, like, I believed her. But then her, like, dead eyes when she, like, hung up the and phone. And the egg. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so I was oh, shit. I didn't quite know exactly how this egg worked or the yes. space hugger worked at this point. But obviously. You knew Willow was in danger and had yes. something had happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I did write weird that Joyce is being harsh, Joyce. But th- now I realize, okay, so when I was watching the episode, I didn't realize that it was like 2.30 in the morning. I thought it was earlier in the night for some reason. So I was like, this is very harsh. But then if I'm thinking about it, it's like 2.30 or whatever and Joyce is coming That's in. That's the time on the alarm clock. That makes sense. That makes more sense to me why Joyce was like, what the fuck? You're grounded. Yeah. It's also tricky because when she calls Willow and she's like, I'm sorry I woke you up, it's very obvious that Willow wasn't just sleeping. Yeah. True. So I think that's the other reason why it makes it difficult, which is because she's been snatched by this body snatcher. Yes. But it makes it confusing as to what time is it where Buffy is. Yeah. And it's the alarm clock, which you see for like one second. Yeah, I didn't see it. And the (laughs) time... Darkness in this show is confusing to me because, <laughs> well, later in the episode when Joyce goes to pick Buffy up at 5.30, it it's is dark. pitch black. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's hard for my brain to understand that. <laughs> it can be pitch dark here at 5.30, but it is like the dead of winter only ever. I mean, we are in winter now in this season. It is November. We, yeah, we're definitely least. in winter yeah. here. So I was confused, but this makes more sense. It makes sense to me that Joyce is like, you're grounded. Even though it's interesting, she's never grounded Buffy before. No. As far as we've seen. The next day at school, uh, we see Cordelia has the thing on her back. Um, so we know... 
she's been snatched or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to put, put the pieces together at this mm-hmm. point, like, what they're actually doing. And I think they're, like, controlling them, mm-hmm. something. Um, and then Xander is like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat my egg. <laughs> <laughs> and he opens it, and it's, like, the little boiled <laughs> purple bug. Purple hand. Purple yeah. thing. <laughs> purple face hugger in there. And they decide to go to the science lab to, like, study them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all very weird. I Obviously, everyone's acting weird. Xander is not body snatched. Buffy is not body snatched. I wrote, Willow and Cordelia are bug people. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when we see them smash Buffy and Xander and put them in a closet. Yeah. With two eggs. Yeah. They're just like, here you go. Yeah. When you wake up, you won't You'll be, be worried about anything. One of us. Yes. Uh, and then then Willow, Cordelia, and all the other body snatch people go and get, like, medieval weaponry is what I wrote. Digging <laughs> but, digging tools. But they're actually getting – I thought it was, like, pitchforks and stuff, but it's actually, like, pickaxes <laughs> in the school. Have you ever even seen a pickaxe in real life? We have them as artifacts in my museum I work at. No, Marley, but we don't live on a hellmouth. True. You need a pickaxe in the school (laughs) for whatever reason. I thought they were medieval weapons before I knew what was going on. I was like, they're going to burn something. I don't know. I didn't know what they were doing because I didn't know why they were all kind of gathering in this pool. Then Joyce comes. It's 530. It's pitch black. Joyce and Giles have a little chat. Joyce is like, I don't know what to do with her. She's horrible, like my daughter. Mm-hmm. Giles is like, ooh, I ooh. It's funny. They're body snatched, but, like, he is speaking quite normally, like, yeah. as Giles, which got me because I didn't think Giles was body I snatched. Know. So, uh, very good. Um, so they have a little chat about how shitty Buffy is. <laughs> and then... Giles, like, throws a face hugger on her, and it's an amazing and performance. <laughs> we'll have to throw this clip in here. Yes. Because it's just Joyce being like, whoo! I know. But <laughs> she just, like, she just really dives into the air. She dives out of frame, like, up and out of frame. I'll get a little video clip because it's <laughs> so funny. It's just such a very dramatic performance. <laughs> By Christine Sutherland. Yeah. Oh, they're just so irresponsible. Sometimes. Bristow's Demon Index? Hell's Offspring? A hobby of mine, uh, but having nothing to do with Buffy in any way. Um, you say Buffy told you that she'd be here all afternoon? Well, yes. Is something wrong? I'm sure it's nothing. What was that? Probably the janitor. Now she's body snatched too. And they all go down to the chain gang in the basement. (laughs) Uh, And I also wrote, it's like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom (laughs) when all the children are like, Smashing rocks in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is when it's revealed that they're, like, um, uncovering this big-ass... Mama. Bi- bi- bizor- Bizorg. Bizorg. I think it's a Bizorg. <laughs> Bizorg. All right, all right, right. And Buffy and Xander wake up in the closet. 
Uh, this is, again, they, like, want to be caught, Xander and Cordelia, because Xander's like, oh, the closet is a lot nicer when Cordy took me here. Yeah. And Buffy's like, what? And he's like, I'm brain damaged. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) But they want to be caught soon. Oh, yeah. I think. They're playing with fire. (laughs) They are. Uh, so they, like, wake up in the closet, smash those eggs. They're, like, okay. They have yeah. to figure out what's going on. They go to the library to get Giles. He's not there. But they see he's opened the page to this. Totally. Bizorg. And they read about it. And then they find the chain gang in the basement. They hear Jonathan being attacked. Mm. Jonathan is this. Oh, Jonathan. I wrote the little cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know his <laughs> I don't know his name yet, yeah. but all I know is that at World Culture Days, he dressed yeah. up as a cowboy, and that's is, why I call him little. a little cowboy. He's little cowboy Jonathan. Yeah. I think Jonathan would approve of little cowboy. Okay. That's all I know him as right now. <laughs> he gets freaked out in the hallway because he gets attacked, and he gets body snatched, mm. and then they follow him down to mother. Right, to mother. um, To the mama, Bizorg. Xander starts following, like, pretending, <laughs> and it's so funny. We both laughed when Giles, like, gives him a rock, and he just takes it and throws it to the ground. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> uh, Xander is great in this episode. Oh, yeah. He also does, like, a funny clown bit when he goes through the hole. He's like, careful, and then just, like, play, like, through the hole. <laughs> clown man. So... Buffy goes where? She leaves to do something. And then Xander's down there. Yeah, she leaves to look for a weapon. Oh, right. A big weapon. A big weapon. She kind of stays in the basement, but she's out of the hole. Yes. And then she gets run into by these vampires. By the gorges. The gorge. Yeah. Um, And they're there to kill her. Yeah, they're there to kill her and help her, dramaturgically help her fight off. The minions. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So they're fighting. They go through the hole. Then, then they're like, what the fuck? Uh, and so then they're kind of like fighting the, the plebes, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the evil muggles. And it's very funny because they're confused about who to fight. And so like there's some funny back and forth. Um, and then one of the cowboys gets eaten, eaten by the bizorg. Um, which is sad because they've been together for for 150 like years or whatever, 66 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like a sad. I didn't actually expect one of them to die in this episode because they introduced them in this way where the episode wasn't about them. So I was like, oh, they're probably going to stick around for a couple episodes or something. But one of them did die. Yeah, one of them dies, and the other one. Runs away. Yeah, he runs away. So he is still around. Now I anticipate he will he'll be back. So Buffy gets like taken the Bazorg like tendrils her and takes her and she grabs the pickaxe before she goes down. And this is a great It's this, awesome. This is a great like theatrical, like film cinematic way to show her killing this thing is it's an unseen struggle, and then she kind of emerges, like, covered in, like, blue ink. <laughs> totally. It's so great. And that that's when the cowboy sees her and is like, ah, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
so good. She looks scary as fuck. I know. It's so good. She's all covered in like purple and blue. It's basically ink. blood, but they yeah. can show it because they never show blood in this show, but they can show it if it's blue ink. Yeah. <laughs> if it's alien bizarre. Alien blue, it can be shown. Uh, so then after she kills it, all the, like, bugs drop off of everyone's backs and everyone faints. And, yeah. And that's when afterwards Jaws is like, it was a gas leak, everyone. I know, they all have their, like, little sooty faces and their, like, little, like, dirty noses mm-hmm. and their, like, scruffy hair. It's so, <laughs> they look like, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, chimney sweep makeup from Mary Poppins. Totally. Like, it's so funny. It's very how- funny. Like, how did they get dirty, so filthy? Yeah, but like perfectly filthy. Anyway, it's it's really funny and wonderful that Giles is like, yes, it was a gas leak. Everyone, no, 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 no. That explains it all away. Um, and then he's like, what happened? He doesn't even know what know. happened. He's like, I'll just make something up right now. <laughs> and uh, Xander's like, I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just let you believe it's a gas leak. Yeah, for one night. And then Joyce... Like is like, oh my god, Buffy. And she's like, I don't care if it was a gas leak. What are you do what were you doing? You weren't in the library when I asked you to. Like, God, Joyce is being a real killjoy this episode. She sure is. What a piece of shit. They all almost died. I love I love the message though that it sends because it's like Buffy cannot she is doing her duty. She is being responsible by not mm. saying what she is. Yeah. By not saying you can't ground me because I just saved your life, Mom. Mm-hmm. She's, like, just taking the punishment okay. because that's her job. Yeah. Like, she is exempl- exemplifying responsibility to us, the viewers at home. And we all got punished or grounded for something we thought was very unfair, like, or yeah. was too much. Or, you know, I remember being furious about being grounded or not being allowed to go to something that I really wanted to go to. For sure. And now, who even fucking remembers? <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. At the time, it feels very intense, like, yeah, and upsetting. So it's also kind of a metaphor about that, like, you know, teens getting grounded and feeling very For sure. upset about it. And it being arbitrary. Yeah. But then... Buffy finds a loophole and just makes out with Angel R&J style on the balcony, on the roof, in the window. It's really cute. Can't stop them. Can't stop it. No, you cannot stop teens. You can't. You can't do it. So don't even bother. No, you can't. All you can do is make it easier for you to ignore it. Yes. That's it. And provide support if need be for a multitude of things that may come up. But yes. Yeah. I love it. It's so funny. I love I love um this episode how <laughs> it goes from like taking care of this egg, being like this cute, stupid, ineffective job to just showing a bunch of students just like becoming like egg slaves <laughs> and it being like, yeah, I guess that is kind of what parenting is, like exhausted. Just, yeah, like dead eyes. Yeah, just totally exhausted, a slave to your baby or whatever it mm-hmm. is for you know, a while, and that's kind of, like, there's a weird truth in this episode. It's super (laughs) subtle, but it's really there. Like, watching those dead-eyed zombie people just carry around these eggs, (laughs) it's just, it's real. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, 
a quite weird episode, <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Um, I loved it. Okay, shall we fashion? Fashion time. Okay, the mall outfit that Buffy oh, yeah. is wearing. The purple long sleeve. Yeah, I really like this purple. Me too. It's it's tight and it's long sleeve and it's a little V and she's got her lovely like cross necklace. Yeah. She's wearing a cute little black backpack. Yes. Very 90s, cool yeah. fashion. Um, it's great. Like, little backpacks were totally the thing yeah. of the 90s and the 2000s. Um, and this is a backpack episode. <laughs> so that you can hide your body snatcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I really like that purple top. Um, the lady who the cowboy was going to mm-hmm. eat was wearing a horrible outfit. Mm-hmm. It was, like, brown with, like, a white... Little tie and white tights. No one should ever wear white tights after the age of six. White tights are a thing in this show. I said it. White, I don't get it. You are going to be here for some white tights. I can't believe how many white pairs of white tights we're going through. It's like we're at a dance competition. Yep. And there's so many white tights to rip through. I don't remember white tights being a thing in my life, but they are for sure real in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, I've worn my share of colorful tights. They did make a comeback in sort of the aughts and the tens. Like, I had a lot of colorful tights I wore in the in the 2010s, but not white. Yeah. White is too childlike. No, no, no. I hate it. Uh, Willow in the sex ed class is wearing a very fuzzy sweater. I know I use the word fuzzy all the time, but this is legit fuzzy. Very fuzzy. Pink sweater with red stripes. It does not look good. It's like, it's like pink and then like red horizontal stripes. It's so ugly. She has a good episode, a good, a good outfit in this episode. Those blue jeans Mm. with the little belt belt and like the blouse. Sometimes, cute. yeah. Sometimes Willow wears these pants with like a with like a brown kind of thicker belt, yeah. with a shirt tucked in, and I always think that looks really cute on her. Yeah. But then her other kind of outfit is like big fuzzy sweater with with tights. Ugh, and it's just bad. It's just <laughs> bad. Um, Cordelia, I think in the sex ed class is wearing what looks like like a velour sweatsuit. Yeah. Which I want. Yes. I want it. It looks great. And then Buffy has this outfit she's wearing when she's tired after her night of egg care. It's it's a this is very nineties to me like a long maxi skirt. Yes. Uh, purple with like chunky kind of heel things, and then like a purple spaghetti strap. <laughs> yes. The long maxi skirt kills me. It's so <laughs> funny. I totally had like these long maxi skirts. Uh, oh yeah, I just don't think they're flattering. But no, it's a weird. It's a. I think it's a weird outfit. I remember being in love with this particular outfit. Really, yeah. it's because it was very in at the time. Yeah. But now, yeah, I don't know. I could never make it work. I also could never find like a super long, fitted perfectly to me, maxi skirt. Also, it's so impractical for our weather. No, it's so. That's why people don't. 
Yeah, I know. Wear that here. I know. It's why we can't have certain fashions. It just doesn't make sense. And spaghetti straps almost never worked for us. Just this summer, really. Just this summer of the fires of of British Columbia. Yeah. Okay. And then Cordelia's bear backpack. Yeah. It really also brings me back because there was this time we've, I think we've talked about it on the pod where like stuffed animal-y backpacks or like childlike backpacks were cool. Yes. And they were. I had a big bird one. I have a ladybug. It's so upsetting now (laughs) to think about. Well, and Cordelia has a whole speech about it. Yeah. She's like, I started a nationwide trend. Yeah. And then it became, then everyone, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry started doing it. But I brought it back. But it's just so that she can hide her body snatcher. I know, but it's so funny. It's such a funny little... That uh, that outfit that she's wearing, this like leather dress. dress. I thought it was a vest at first because I just saw the top and then I saw it was a dress. It's amazing. It's amazing. With that white collared shirt under it. And she's wearing sheer or like like black tights. Mm -hmm. She looks amazing. Yeah, she looks so good. That like leather dress is unbelievable. It's amazing. Okay, and then when Willow is fake <laughs> middle of the night Willow, she's wearing like yeah. a waffle, a smiley face yeah. PJs. They're so cute. Yeah, I, I wanted to see the whole thing. I but know. We only saw a little sliver, but I bet the whole set is so cute. Oh, yeah. Everything Willow wears, she could wear to bed. <laughs> totally. Yep. Little PJs. Oh, and Joyce comes in with a classic floral silk yes. robe. <laughs> Joyce loves a robe. Oh, my daughter's back. I got to throw in my robe. Yeah. <laughs> Before I go to her bedroom. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's just proper nighttime attire. <laughs> oh, I love it. But yeah. Those were all the outfits I had. Such fashion. Such fashion. So good. Oh, yeah. All these young parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Have amazing fashion. Uh, yes. Lovely. <laughs> love it. Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Right. Baby. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. So I had two things that kind of stuck out to me as jarring uh, for me. Joyce, you look like a streetwalker. Mm-hmm. It's our favorite insult. It's our favorite, like, insult in this show everyone everyone says it to everyone Mm -hmm. all the women Mm -hmm. always call each other whores women to women men to women yeah yeah always call each other whores or street walkers like whatever that means it means they're tempting uh they're tempting people to have sex with them yeah and we don't we didn't see this outfit that buffy wanted but we assume that it is a little small outfit Mm -hmm. that shows her body Mm mm-hmm which is weird because she, Buffy wears shit like that all the time. Yeah. So I don't get it. I'm like, how much smaller could it be than her little mini skirts that oh, she yeah. wears like every day? Oh, yeah. But I had so many friends sent home for wearing what they were wearing from school. Such bullshit. And like even in the even in the 2000s, being sent home because they were wearing spaghetti strap, strap tank tops and because they were tempting uh, whoever they were tempting. Yeah. You know, anyone so, who yeah. glances a shoulder. Yeah. So upsetting. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad my school 
Didn't have a dress code. I never heard of anyone getting sent home for, for wearing I mean, anything. these schools did not have dress codes, and they were still sent home. That's – it's disturbing. I hate it. Yeah. It's like I would be so furious Yeah. if my child got sent home for something like that. I'd be like, the fuck? You're taking them out of their education for this? Like, yeah. terrible teaching. Uh, and then something else – I just, it's such a weird little throwaway little thing, but I just, I just wanted to bring it up. Um, Cordelia is with Buffy or whoever, and they're talking, and then, I don't know, she uses this as, like, a weird reason to, like, get away from them, mm-hmm. or maybe Xander, and she says, Shanice, is that your real hair? Mm-hmm. And she's saying this to a black girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the black girl says yes. Yeah. And they start chatting. And they start chatting. But I just think this is a really interesting thing to bring up about, like, black women's hair. And, like, we just don't have very many people of color on the show. And, like, asking if someone's hair is real is, like, is... is None of our business. None of our business. And it's very... (laughs) It's... There... There is so much, like, nuance and complication about that question that white people have, like, are so fucking ignorant about. And, like, this show, like, that little throwaway comment, like, God, this poor girl probably gets that question from dumbass white people all the time. And it's so, it's just, I thought it was, like, a, a interesting thing that now we, well, not everyone, but a little bit more aware about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just been talked about a lot more. There's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, that documentary Good Hair, mm-hmm. like, where they talk all about, like, black people's hair mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, so I just think this is a really interesting thing that was said in this episode. Yeah, a very common thing. In the 90s. Yeah. And all the time, but just, like, I feel like the conversation around that has changed so much in the past. Oh, for sure. 20 years. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's something I certainly didn't clock when I was watching it at first. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, but that was all. The rest of the episode is just um, goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Just warning you about the consequences of living of, on the Hellmouth. Sex. <laughs> you could have a face hugger. You could have a little parasite baby. Yeah. That you could become a slave to. Yeah. I mean, that's sure. going to happen anyway. Who wants that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved in this episode um, the conversation about, like, what are some of the negative consequences around having sex? Yeah. And it's just immediately... Pregnancy. Pregnancy, but first we get a great banter between Xander and Cordelia. Oh, yeah. We don't actually get any of the negative consequences. We don't talk about STIs. We don't talk about, um, you know, sexual assault mm-hmm. or consent at all. And we also don't talk about any of, like, the really typical ways we're going to shame everyone around sex like we would in the United States where there's very little sexual education. Yeah. We just go straight to joking about um Having sex in cars <laughs> and uh, what happens if they have really bad breath yeah. and whatever. <laughs> like, I, I just so love funny. that we don't actually do that. The show isn't actually going to shame you for having sex. No. Yeah. It's really funny. It's just going to talk about babies, which is a real thing that does happen. Yeah. For sure. Which I bet isn't even talked about in most schools um, in the United States in the 90s. Oh, Yeah. 
It's either abstinence or, or just not talked about or just it at not all. Discussed. Yep. For sure. And left for home or or for your own ignorance or whatever. Yeah, pretty wild. Truly. I love this line. I have to say it. Say it. Okay, it's at the end. It's when um Willow says apologizes to Xander for hitting him. So he says, Yes, everyone hit me. And she says, Good. I don't mean good because uh, cause I hit you. I mean, I didn't want to be left out. <laughs> so it's Cordelia. So it's so Cordelia. I know. My favorite line was when Willow says to Xander, you boiled your young? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so Willow and Xander. I know. It's so cute. Aww. You boiled your young? <laughs> Love it. Okay, we have to go. I can hear Bazorg calling. Mama Bazorg. We have to go back to here. the pit. <laughs> Everyone take your pickaxe. Let's go. Um, thanks for listening. And you can get in touch uh, on Instagram at my best friend thinks she's Buffy. Everywhere at my best friend thinks she's Buffy. Gmail. Yeah. Well, it's just Gmail. It's just two things that you can get in touch with us. But Perfect. We would love to hear from you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Mommy's coming. Bye. Bye. Arg. Gur. Gur. Arg.